Hey, friend, welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderbilt. Thanks so much for joining me on this chapter of the day journey. It's Friday, the end of another week, and I'm running a little bit late today, but better late than never. We're in Hebrews, the fourth chapter, and it was verses 14 through 16 that I pulled out this morning. It says, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who's been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Today's podcast is entitled, A Die Hard Tradition. I want to start today's podcast with the definition of priest. It is a noun. Someone who is authorized to perform the sacred rites of a religion, especially as a mediatory agent between humans and God. Okay, so I'm wading into some deeper weeds today, but it's something that has been important for me to understand in my spiritual journey, and that's the understanding of the concept of a priest. A priest is a human mediator, a go-between, an intermediary between another human being and God. A human goes to a priest to receive sacraments, to confess sins, to be absolved of sin. The priest is a spiritual gatekeeper between the average Joe member of the religion and Almighty God. And priests, the whole concept of priests has been a traditional part of religion forever. Now, growing up, the only priests that I knew about were Roman Catholic. <laughs> I remember the first time I stepped into a Roman Catholic church. I was about 23, 24 years old. I was there for the funeral of a young person who had taken his own life. And in the years of my childhood, there were still small remnants of centuries-old antagonism between Catholics and Protestants. I remember that most towns that I had ever been in had separate graveyards. They had a Catholic graveyard and a Protestant graveyard. I remember lectures from fundamentalist professors damning all Catholics to hell, which I found to be just silly. I was actually fascinated by the Catholic funeral that day and the rituals I witnessed for the first time. I was moved by the imagery and the spiritual word pictures that were being played out. Now, my study of history, traditions, and the theology of Roman Catholic Church has led me to a wide range of emotions, from great appreciation to rage to honor and to sorrow. But to be honest, I can say the same of Protestant denominations as well. Human institutions are all human systems and therefore given to the tragic failings of human beings and our nature. My observation has been that Roman Catholics make priests a human mediator between man and God and an official part of their system, while Protestants said that they don't have priests, they don't believe in them, right before treating their pastors as if they are exactly that. Now, for the Hebrew people who were the first century followers of Jesus, 
The priestly paradigm was a cornerstone of their religion for over a thousand years. The system God set up through Moses had a high priest who was the only human being who could enter the most holy place of God's presence in the temple, and that only on prescribed days. Only descendants of Aaron, that was Moses' right-hand man, only descendants of Aaron could be priests. It was an exclusive class of individuals who stood between the average human being and God. Now, in today's chapter, the author of the letter to the early Jewish followers of Jesus is starting to address a huge paradigm shift in the priestly tradition. And it's going to keep coming up in the upcoming chapters. It has tremendous spiritual implications. So it's important for a 21st century reader to understand. Four times so far, the author has referred to Jesus in the book of Hebrews as high priest. And what the author is saying in today's chapter is that Jesus was God who came to earth, who was tempted and yet didn't sin. And that any believer can go directly to Jesus in our time of need because he understands our human struggles. He's been there. He went through the temptation. He lived on earth. He died as a human being. So because he understands this, we can go directly to him and he will extend mercy. That means he won't hold our sin against us. And grace, which means he will give us favor that we don't deserve. So in the quiet this morning, I find this simple truth so powerful. No more human mediators are required. Any believer, any human being can seek Jesus directly access Jesus directly, confess our sins directly, and receive forgiveness, mercy, and grace directly. Why? But because my body is God's temple, and God's Spirit lives in me. And because this is true of every believer, Peter says that every one of Jesus' followers Every believer belongs to a royal priesthood. See, in Jewish history, the monarchy and priesthood were separated, but Jesus unites the two as both king and priest. Paul wrote to Timothy, quote, For there is one God and one mediator between God and humanity, Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all people, end quote. So according to the author of Hebrews, according to Peter, according to Paul, no other human priest is required as a go-between, a human being, and Christ Jesus himself. And yet, some institutions and denominations continue the practice based on tradition. I've observed along my life journey that human traditions die hard. I hope you have a great weekend, my friend. We'll see you back here on Monday.